Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 15 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social media customer care. Also brought to you by Morningbrook Digital Consultancy. If you need help with your digital customer support strategy, email me at frankie at sociallysupportive.com for more information. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. On Wisdom Wednesday, I bring wisdom to you from the best books, articles, videos, etc., and share the highlights with you. And I want to tell you something about that. When I was doing research and formulating my content calendar for the Socially Supportive Podcast, I reached out to my contacts and colleagues at different large organizations to share with them my concept and line out the content calendar. And to those of you who are listening, thank you so much for all of your help and your insight. It has shaped the content calendar and helped it just get better and better. And for those of you who are listening, if you have ideas about changes that you would like to see made to the show, this show is for you. So I would love for you to email me at Frankie at sociallysupportive.com and give me your feedback and insights on how to make the show better. That would be awesome. Anyway, when I reached out to my colleagues to tell them about the show concept, I explained Wisdom Wednesday like this. On Wednesday, nobody wants to do anything. It's hump day. You've got so far to go till the end of the week, and that's either too much time or not enough time, depending on A, what you have going on on the weekend, and B, how much work you have left to do before you get to get to the weekend. So it can be overwhelming and stressful. So I thought, wouldn't it be great if somebody could just tell you a story? I just envisioned you with a mug of something hot and delicious to drink, whether you're a coffee drinker or a tea drinker. I'm a coffee drinker. You have your cup of steaming hot coffee and you're just sipping on that with your feet up on the desk and you're like, somebody just tell me a story. But then when the big boss comes by and sees your feet on the desk and says, hey, what's happening there in the world of social media customers? care, you can pop those feet right off of your desk and you can say something very intelligent that you just learned on Wisdom Wednesday. You're informed about the latest thing that's happening. And most of the people that I told about Wisdom Wednesday, most of my colleagues just laughed and laughed and they said, yep, that would be really great. So that's what Wisdom Wednesday is. And that's why I bring it to you because it's fun and because it's informative so that we can all get a little bit smarter about what we're doing. So let's get to it. Today's inspiration comes to us from Shep Hyken. He says, make every interaction count, even the small ones. They are all relevant. And the book of the day also comes from Shep Hyken. It's titled The Amazement Revolution, Seven Customer Service Strategies to Create an Amazing Customer and Employee Experience. And I'll tell you about Shep. Shep and I have run into each other on occasion, and he has amazed me 
with the way that he serves his audience, his friends, colleagues, what have you. This guy really is amazing. I'm going to have him on the show later. I've got to get that scheduled, but he's already agreed to come on. I reached out to Shep. Um, what was it for? Oh, the C-Suite Radio Network. I wanted to talk to him about that. He's a member of the C-Suite Radio Network. I wanted to be a member of the C-Suite Radio Network. So I reached out. I called him. I got his assistant, left a message, and I said, hey, I'm just calling out of the blue. If Shep has a second, let him know that I'd really like to ask him about the C-Suite Radio Network. And she said, okay, I will tell you what. Five minutes later, the phone rang and it's Shep and he's happy to help me. And it's a great experience. And it was a wow moment. And I thought, wow, this guy really goes out of his way to make you have an amazing experience. And I was a fan of his from reading his books long before I met him and his beautiful wife, Cindy. So I highly encourage you to read all of his books. But this one is especially relevant to what we're talking about today. So let's get into talking about what we're going to talk about today. I like infographics. I know that there is a split between people who really like infographics and people who really don't. So I'll say words about this infographic for you in case you don't like to look at infographics. And then if you do want to see the infographic, there's a link to it right in the show notes page. And the show notes page is at sociallysupportive.com slash episode 15. No space. This infographic is called A Guide to Social Media Customer Care. And it's from Headway Capital's blog that they posted on February 3rd, 2017. This guide to social media customer care gives us a lot of really great information. There are some statistics on here that I haven't seen recently and some that you might be familiar with, but they share with us that 80% of companies believe they deliver superior customer service, but only 8% of customers think that the companies are delivering superior customer service. Some of you may have heard that before, but if that's new to you, that's really something to think about. We all think we're doing this great job of delivering excellent customer service. Our customers may not agree. And they share with us that $41 billion is lost each year by United States companies due to bad customer service. They also share 33% of social media users prefer to use social media rather than calling customer services. And customers who receive a service request response through social media spend 20 to 40% more. If service is good, 48% of people will tell friends about the customer experience on social media. So knowing these statistics, go on to give us 10 steps in this guide to providing excellent social media customer care. So I'll share what their 10 steps are, what they say, and I'll give you commentary on what my thoughts are about those steps. Number one, always respond to customers. They say 70% of complaints on Twitter go unanswered, which is likely to rile customers further. They say how you do this is to take comments seriously and reply in a polite tone because 43% of people expect a direct response. I agree with this. I shared that with you on episode six, answer everything. Now I will caveat that I tell you in the episode what I mean by everything. Trolls are not included in everything. There is a way to respond to a troll one time and then you know, you, you respond once and then sometimes you need to back out of it and leave it alone. But when we have a legitimate concern, always responding to customers is a great way to go. 
Number two, prioritize messages using the tag feature. This infographic recommends that you use Sprout Social tag feature. I say that you can use the tagging on any one of your fancy tools. Most of the fancy tools these days have tagging features that you can use and prioritization based on what those tags are. I go into ways that you can prioritize volume in that episode six answer everything. And we'll have episodes later on that will go into more detail about different ways that you can tag items and prioritize your volume. Number three, they say respond to messages within one hour because 42% of customers who complain via social media expect a response within 60 minutes. Their how that they offer is to acknowledge their message and let them know that you're looking into it. I agree with this sort of. Responding to messages within one hour is a general time frame that works great for an infographic. Your vertical and your customers will dictate how quickly you need to respond to them. If you're in a travel industry, if you're an airline, within one hour is not going to be what you're looking for. Sarah Grace McCandless and I talked about on episode 11 that sub five minutes is a standard response expectancy in some verticals, especially travel. There are people who are really knocking it out of the park and how they're doing that is with that prioritization. So those two are closely linked together. I do agree that acknowledging the message and letting the customer know that you're looking into it and we'll get back with them is a great strategy because on the telephone, we were always used to making sure that our overall average handle time was as low as possible. And the reason for this is because when you're a customer talking on a telephone, you're limited in what you're able to do while you're waiting on hold. However, in this day of mobile, social, chat, you can send out a digital request to a company and then as soon as you get that initial response back that says, yes, I've heard you, I've got this and we're ready to go, then that individual can put their phone away and get back to their business knowing that someone has their issue and is handling it and they don't want to be bothered again until you let them know that it's resolved or you need additional information for them. So this initial response time where you acknowledge and let them know you're looking into it is really a great strategy. Number four, use people's names and sign off your messages with your own name. I love this. There's a blog post. I'm going to be honest with you. I did not write it down, but somewhere in the blog archives, there's a blog post that I wrote that is titled Say Your Name. I think that's what it's titled. Anyway, I agree and have agreed for years that using your own name is personal. It helps bring the message to a personal place with your consumer and you want to have that connection with the consumer or customer so that they know that you're a real person. And that's important because you want them to know that you care. And the how that they recommend is just a simple hi with the customer's name at the beginning of a message. That's perfectly fine. Number five, retweet or share positive responses or resolved actions. Because this helps ensure a positive image and acknowledges your customers, you can do this by scanning for positive feedback and positive mentions of your brand. And they do recommend in the infographic that you don't go overboard with this. I agree with this, but I also have a different take on this. You don't necessarily have to retweet or share positive responses. You can just show that you have resolved 
solved the customer's issue. If something's happening publicly, somebody reaches out to you publicly and says, Eek, I need help. And you say, I'd love to help you come over here with me and share this personally identifiable information with me so that I can take care of your issue. Then you take it offline, get the personally identifiable information or PII. And then once you've been able to resolve the issue, you hope that the customer comes back publicly and says, oh, thanks for taking care of my issue. If they don't, there's no problem with you replying back publicly to their initial post and saying, hey, I'm so glad that we were able to get your issue resolved for you today. We're so happy that you're allowing us to take care of you. That works just as well as retweeting or sharing positive responses or resolved actions. So you don't have to take the time to retweet or share if you want to just publicly acknowledge that it's been resolved. That works well, too. Number six take messages to a private setting when topics get sensitive. They say consider direct messages, but make sure the customer knows to use a different channel. I don't think it has to get that complicated. As we said in step five, yes, if you get to the point where you have to share personally identifiable information, or what I like to think about is, is this conversation going to be useful to the public at large? Emerson Cunningham and I talked about that when we had episode seven when to respond. You can take the message private in those cases. What I do recommend though is if it's going to be useful, even if it's sensitive, Emerson and I talked about this too, even if it's a sensitive topic, if it's helpful to the public at large, consider replying to that and keeping it public because then everyone benefits from the answer. If it gets complicated for a second, that's fine. But you just want to make sure that you don't have a book of information that others who are watching the conversation really don't care about or really aren't impacted by. Number seven, monitor your brand name and respond when not directly mentioned. Looking for and responding to indirect mentions shows you're paying attention. It does. And you do have to make sure that you have enough staffing and coverage to be able to monitor your name and respond to indirect mentions of your brand. We talk about that in Answer Everything, which is episode six again. That gives some ideas about how you can make sure that you have enough time to answer indirect mentions. So you don't have to do that right away if you're still getting your shop set up, but it is something to consider. And it really does wow customers if they're casually talking about you, but don't at mention you you and your brand picks it up and responds in the right circumstances, it can show that you're really on top of your stuff and you really are interested in what the public is saying about you. Number eight is to look for opportunities to follow up with FAQs or articles. This is super trick. This is a really great thing to do. And you don't have to do it all the time. You can do it sporadically. You can do it once in a while. As you have the opportunity, you can answer someone's question and then also give them additional information that might be helpful to them. I wouldn't overwhelm them, but that's just a little touch that helps them go a little bit further. For example, if you have community forums, you know, a support community that you use with your brand, what you can do on social media is if somebody reaches out to you to ask, ask the answer to a question, you can answer the question and then say, if you are interested in community forums, there's a nice thread happening right now on our community forums talking about this and you can get additional information. If someone's interested in community forums, that's great. Sometimes people don't want to have to talk to you at all. They would rather go self-serve or they would rather talk to another user of your services rather than talking to somebody at the company. So that gives them another option in terms of getting the answers that they need. 
read. Number nine, it says, do not engage with trolls. It is easy to get into heated written arguments, and these never end well. And it says, trolls will use confrontational language and rarely stick to the topic. Simply ignore them. Okay, I'm going to step off here and say that I disagree with never responding to trolls at all. I think that it depends what the conversation is about and what you're talking about. Jay Bear's book, Hug Your Haters, has a good section that I agree with in terms of trolls and how to engage with and react to trolls. So I highly recommend that you check that out. And we'll get into trolls more later. Step 10 is measure your success using social media analytics such as Sprout Social. Now, I don't know what the affiliation is between the company that put this infographic out, which is Headway Capital and Sprout Social. They're interested in this Sprout Social tool. I think Sprout Social is a great tool to use. I also know that you can use other social media customer care engagement tools and have the same success. So there you have it. I like this infographic, have a couple of different takes on some of the steps, but you can have this for your records. But before we go, let me ask you you have a job opening? If you have a job opening, our listeners are the best in the biz. And if you're looking for a job, either way, you should send me your information at Frankie at socially and I will try to match jobs with job seekers that are very qualified in awesome positions. And do you know of a team who's doing a really fantastic job delivering excellent customer service over digital or social channels? If you do, and you would like to get their leader on the show so that we can and find out how they do that. Let me know that too. Just shoot me an email at frankie at socially supportive.com. Guess what? The Insight Group's Customer Service Summit is November 16th through the 17th at the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge. Socially Supportive is the proud official podcast partner of the event. I love this event. I've met so many wonderful contacts there. I can't say enough great things about it. And it's in New York in the fall. You can't beat that. Because Socially Supportive is the podcast partner, I have a discount code for you. If you go to sociallysupportive.com slash insight, I-N-C-I-T-E, go through the process of registering and then enter the coupon code S-U-P-P-O-R-T-I-V-E, that is coupon code supportive, you will get $300 off your admission. That's awesome. I will be there in person. I'll have a booth there. You can find out more information about the Socially Supportive Podcast. There will be plenty of other great vendors there and great guests. I will be moderating a couple of panels there and walking around to say hi and see everybody. So come on, it's going to be a fantastic event. All right, that's what we've got for you today, Wisdom Wednesday. Tune in tomorrow for Thoughtful Thursday, where we will be having deep thoughts and strategizing and planning for the future. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.